They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. That's why we grow faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Sell me alone. Let's go. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, rapping niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty greedy, this that niners talk. Yeah. You don't yeah. like it, better take a walk. Nitty greedy, this that niners talk. Yeah. We outline players up and chalk. Nitty greedy, this that niners talk. Hey. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the nineties talk. Nineties talk. Nitty gritty, this the nineties talk. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Breezy and the one and only Crystal Peaches. What's going on? Not much, man. We back for another Nitty Gritty Niners show. We got a great show for you guys. Before we get this show started, we definitely want to pay our respects to the late, great, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Thank you for this wonderful day. I hope you guys out there all appreciated your day off, if you had the day off, and understood why you had the day off. And to those that didn't have the day off, I hope you take some time just to pay reverence to this one great man who did some many, many, many great things for this amazing country guys martin luther king jr may you rest in peace we love you all right peachy we got a crazy show i'm excited we got this 2020 vision man are you seeing 2020 like i'm seeing 2020 uh you seeing more like 46 clear Mm -hmm. super yeah i got you i i got you I'm, I'm all with it. I'm all with it. But guys, we are here. We are back for another Nitty Gritty Niners show. Uh, look, let's get to these formalities really quick because we got a long show. If you're on Facebook, make sure you give us a like and a follow on Facebook. That's at Nitty Gritty Niners spelled all the way out. You can also follow us on Twitter at Nitty Gritty with the number 9ERS. And you know we get that IG popping, so make sure you follow us on Instagram at Nitty Gritty Niners, spelled all the way out. To all my YouTube subscribers, my YouTube lovers out there, make sure you give us a follow, a subscription, a like, a smack, a flip, a rub down. You know how we do it. Subscribe to us on YouTube. That's Nitty Gritty Niners. And while you're there, make sure you smash that like button. And to all our listeners out there, if you like to listen in your ear, flavor in your ear, make sure you guys go ahead and give us a subscription follow us on anchor.fm that's backslash with the nitty gritty niners you can hear us on spotify stitcher breaker and you know one of my absolute favorites apple podcast and while you're there go ahead and subscribe to the apple podcast because the apple podcast subscriptions get popping no disrespect to spotify and all the other joints but apple be popping and one and only if you have an, an idea for a show you want to get some stuff off your chest or you just want to get down to the nitty gritty make sure you give us an email nitty gritty niners at gmail.com peachy breezy we're in the building talk a little bit peachy how you doing man how, how, how was your weekend it's a monday there was no 49ers football let me ask you this question did you enjoy the playoffs this weekend yeah you know what as a matter of fact i did i i thought the only game that was boring was the bucks and saints i thought that that game was was kind of boring um you just didn't have a lot of action in that game. I wouldn't really feel on that one, but the rest of them, I thought the rest of them were great. 
about Buffalo and Baltimore was um, fantastic. Um, even the Browns Chiefs game, because you just didn't know what was going to happen when Mahomes went down. Uh, then, of course, Packers taking down the Rams, the Lambs. <laughs> I can't that believe you, awesome. I can't believe you thought the Bucks and the Saints game was boring when it was touchdown, touchdown. They were actually Mitch like matching each other for touchdowns. And then Breeze just started throwing interceptions. I, I can't believe you said that game was born. If that's the case, all of them was about the same. Guys got hurt. Guys got injured. You wanted to see who's going to come out. Lamar Jackson takes the concussion. Obviously, the Ravens, the Ravens get the L. Who else took a concussion? Oh, Patrick Mahomes. But the Chiefs somehow still pulled it out. I just want to put this out here. I am 4-0 this week. All the teams I picked got victories. To all those 49er fans out there that wanted the Browns to win, to all those 49er fans out there that thought that Drew Brees and the Saints were somehow going to beat Tom Brady, Mr. I don't really lose in the playoffs, and if I do, it's Bill Belichick's fault. If you thought they were going to lose, listen, I, look, my money's on Tom. I'm going all the way out till he's out. I, you know, you you picked a good one. I, you thought Drew Brees was going to be able to pull it out. He's going to ride off into the sunset, hopefully for another chance. Of a, of, a, of a Lombardi. Obviously, he's going to be riding into the sunset with no Lombardi, but I can't wait to see this week's matchups. Thank you, Callie. Callie agrees with me. I don't, care, if Callie, I don't care who agrees with you. I'm Thank telling you, Callie. Callie, none, of the, none of the games were boring. <laughs> Not one of the games. The only reason why y'all don't like the Saints game is the simple fact that Tom Brady's on the other side. For Stop being haters, guys. Stop. He don't compare himself to Joe Montana. The media does. He says Joe Montana is the greatest of all time. Stop being a hater. The game was good for the simple fact it almost came down to the last couple of minutes in the fourth quarter. Then Drew Brees throws the interception and the game was over. So stop being boring. Like, it's, it's not, it wasn't boring. Brady will lose next week. You could book it. I bet you bottom dollar he won't, bro. I know y'all think Aaron Rodgers is the joint. I'll tell you what. If the, if the, if the Buccaneers go up seven donut. Aaron Rodgers don't like playing from behind. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. You know what Tampa Bay did? They stopped Kamara. You know what they're going to do? They're going to try to stop their running game. You take away the running game and force Aaron Rodgers to throw all day, uh, the Packers going to have a problem. So it's going to be an interesting NF. It's weird saying NFC championship and the 49ers are not in it. Or, Or no team from the NFC West is not. Okay. Okay. I got one thing to say about that. Aaron Rodgers, this year's MVP, is not Drew Brees. That's a totally different quarterback. I'm just saying. It's it's going to be a fantastic game. And I, make, and you, I you, have the Packers. You make, it seem like, you make it seem like Aaron Rodgers hasn't lost a game. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not untouchable. Like I said, Tampa Bay got a defense. They're going to cause a problem. I guarantee you they won't be running the ball. And if they can't run the ball, I don't expect Aaron Rodgers to do much. That's just my that's just my theory. I get that him and Breeze aren't the same, but y'all thought Drew Breeze was gonna light them dad going Buccaneers up, and he sure enough didn't. He lit him up with three interceptions. I guarantee you, Aaron Rodgers is gonna throw a couple. And you know how I know? Because there's one team I know that can beat Aaron Rodgers on the drop of a dime if they choose to. That's the 49ers. Of course, they lost this year. Whatever. We're going to get to that game soon, but uh, whatever. Let's get to some Niners news. Uh, guys, if you're tuned in, um, if you're tuning in, 
Look, there's some new things that's going down. 49ers are promoting people in the front and, and, and their coaching staff. Guys are moving on up to the east side. I'm super excited because we are promoting internally. We are yeah. not grabbing external pieces right. in and messing up the whole step. We did bring in some external pieces, though. But he was a former 49er coach, and he's back. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we'll kick that segment off to you because PG going to bring y'all the rumors because there's some rumors going around. Let's get to the nitty-gritty Niners news really quick. All right. First and foremost, the 49ers, for the first time in four years, has an offensive coordinator, and his name is Mike McDaniels. <laughs> Mike McDaniels has been promoted to the offensive coordinator, the former offensive run coordinator. He is now being promoted to the offensive coordinator. PG, I really want to know your thoughts on the 49ers finally having an offensive coordinator is he going to get to call plays what do you think is going to be going down in the 2021 season first of all i um only thing i have to say is i'm i'm very excited if you ask me and this is my opinion this is a conspiracy thing i think that this came from up top i think that up top felt like that kyle needed a little bit of uh, assistance um, I feel like Kyle is going to be the mastermind behind the plays. I feel like that where our OC is going to take charge is going to be more like in the playbook. I'm kind of, you know, um, making sure that, you know, the guys do what they're supposed to do in the playbook, everything like that. But game, but game day is very important. I think I put this on Twitter. Game day, I feel like that the biggest difference is going to be Kyle is going to have someone else in his ear that he's got to listen to. And I believe it came from up top. I feel like up top was like, I think that you need a little bit of, a, you know, somebody in your ear kind of, you know, kind of assisting with that. So that's what I think. I agree. My opinion. <laughs> and I agree because there's one guy that Kyle definitely likes to listen to, and that's the run coordinator. And the run coordinator yes. was Mike McDaniel. And if exactly. you notice, when our running backs are there and our running backs are healthy, man, do we run the ball well. Well, he's been promoted. Now, I have a slightly little different conspiracy theory. I think he was promoted because <laughs> Kyle was not letting this guy go to another team. Right. And, that's true. That's and true. Kyle said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get one up on you. You already took the floor. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make this guy our offensive coordinator. When you promote within and internally, if you promote, you know, a, a promotion going upwards to a coordinator position, those guys can't be touched by uh, coaches from other teams. So I think this is why uh, Mike McDaniel has been hired as the offensive coordinator. But I do agree with you, Peachy. He will be that extra set of eyes, especially up there in the sky Box. I believe he will yeah. not be on the field with Kyle, but he will be up there looking like his dad does when his dad is watching and, and, and doing the games. Oh, good old Mike Shanahan. All right. And speaking of promoting within, we also have another internal promotion that I feel like hasn't been officially announced yet. But it's definitely announced that he will be promoted, right? That the will is in there or the plan is in there. That's defensive coordinator or former linebackers coach, Ooh. now defensive coordinator, D'Amico, D'Amarco, is it D'Amico? D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico, yes. Yes, sir. D'Amico Ryan's former linebacker for the Houston Texans, former linebacker for the Philadelphia Eagles, linebackers coach for the 49ers, and now D. 
defensive coordinator. Talk about it one time, Peach. Yes, and it has been announced that D'Amico is, I think that the coolest thing about D'Amico is, wow, he's gotten so many, um, so many props from around the 49ers organization, yeah. like from, from Kyle, I mean, from everyone. And then not to mention the fact that, you know, the development of, of the linebackers, Fred Warner, Greenlaw, and those guys. D'Amico was almost solely responsible for that. And um, he he's just impressed so much. But the most important thing is, if he didn't make him defensive coordinator, then dude was going with Salah. <laughs> <laughs> he was out. He was out. He five foul as we. He used was to going say. to be Salah's defensive He was on his way to the Jets. 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 Yep. And let me tell you something. Uh, not only is he highly respected by the organization, he's highly as respected around the NFL. When you have like J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is like the, the, he's been the spokesperson of just every great player in the NFL. He's speaking up for Deshaun Watson. And then he had words about uh, former former teammate uh, Mm -hmm. D'Amico Ryans. And he says this guy was a leader on the field when he played. He's a leader on the field when he coaches. And kudos to him for being promoted to defensive coordinator. Here's my favorite part about this uh, promotion. I don't think the whole I don't think the defense is going to skip a beat. I think the defense is going to be more hands-on, more tactical, not just scheme. I'm talking about instinct. I'm talking about being where they're supposed to be. I, it's, it's just going to be a, a more physical hands feet. You if you you, you heard him in the sound bites. He's telling them like, "Why do you think Fred Warner, <laughs> Dre Greenlaw, Al Shire, uh mm-hmm. Flanagan, Fouts, like these guys um, are becoming a great linebacking core in the NFL. And kudos go out to Coach Ryans because he has played that position very well and he's really teaching the guys how to see, how to hear, how to think, how to know where people are going to be, how to read the offense, how to do all these different types of things and the intricacies opposed as well as getting physical um, in the game. And if he can teach these guys how to be healthy, I can't wait to see who he hires as his coaches to put together. You know, there might be some more guys going out, but I can't wait to see who he puts together to run his defense. So those are the two things that we wanted to talk about. Now, before we segue into the rumors, let's talk about the last one, because there's a rumor that I want you to kick off, starting with the guy that I'm going to post uh, in this picture. Now, 49ers brought back, wait, 49ers fired quarterbacks coach Shane Day. He's out of there. He's gone just like I asked him to be. You know what? Sometimes I think Kyle Shanahan doesn't listen to me during the games, but I think he goes back and watches our shows and he really says, I got to start listening to this Wayne Breezy guy because he he's he's speaking, he's yelling, and I, I think he knows what he's talking about. And you know what? I couldn't do it during the season, but he's out of there. He's out of 25,000 and we brought back a guy. Now, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm going to call him Richie Rich. That's where we go. So I'm going to call him Richie Rich. Rich Scangarello. I guess that's how you say his name. All right. Yeah. We'll now be back as the 49ers quarterbacks coach. And look who's standing right next yeah. beside him. Who's that standing next beside him? Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. So here's the rumor. Garoppolo going anywhere now that we brought a guy back who helped Garoppolo learn this playbook in a quick span of time. Before he went off to the other teams, I think he played with the Raiders, the Eagles, and, and a couple other teams. Before he went off, Garoppolo seemed on. 
We brought in a new, he left, brought in a new quarterbacks coach. Garoppolo right. seems all the way off. Do you think there's a rumor where Garoppolo will not be moving and he will find a way to improve as the quarterback for the 49ers? This is crazy because I can't believe I'm saying this. But I really think now, I think that Garoppolo will be staying around because when 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 Scangarello was was you know that quarterbacks coach, Jimmy played so much different than he has. Kyle didn't want to lose Scangarello. Remember that he was talking about how awesome he was and blah blah blah, but he couldn't, you know, like he he lost him because he yes. went and took a and got a promotion somewhere else. We couldn't promote him at the time. Now that he's back. I think we see a different Jimmy Garoppolo, and I and I didn't think I would say this, but with that that quarterback coach um, rehired, it's oh man, I, I think he's gonna be there. A great move, right? And so yeah. bringing bringing back Richie Rich, reuniting him with Jimmy Jim. Uh, damn, Gina, I got I, I, I want the show. I want a quarterback. <laughs> And I want to because too. here's the thing. I want a new quarterback because I don't know about you. When things get old and kind of like you've maxed out the limit of that particular thing, I'm ready to trade it in and get something new. Yeah, I don't know about you, but that's me. Yeah. Like if a piece of equipment, <laughs> a MacBook start bugging out, I don't care if it's 2019. It's 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna trade this joint in and get me a 2022. Same way I feel about TVs. And you know the only difference that we get when we trade in a, a 2019 to a 2021? The option on the remote. I like my remote right. button to have all the apps on mm-hmm. that joint. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Samsung. But all I'm saying is I just want to, you know, ah, if Jimmy can take a pay cut and pay for like play for like $8 million to $11 million and be oh, a glorified backup quarterback, I'm cool with it. But I just want a new guy that could come in here and could oh, do no. some things that Jimmy can't do. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and talk about these rumors. Wait, before you do, let's go ahead and get that graphic up because it's rumor time in Nitty Gritty Ninerville. And I know you got some rumors that you want to get off your chest. So rumor, 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 rumor has it. You know what? Just talk. Bam. <laughs> rumor has it. Boom. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't know. Go ahead. Okay. One of the rumors that I discovered is, and I'm sure you guys have heard about this as well, is uh, now that D'Amico has been promoted to defensive coordinator, who might be in line as a linebackers coach and who has, has made statements of, um, that there that it's possibility that he could be interested in that none other than our should be hall of famer patrick willis p willis well if yes. he comes back to the niners i'm awesome willis. if patrick willis comes back to the niners man look whew, can you imagine the fight oh man if you thought the linebackers were great being coached by Tamika. Yeah. Oh man, I know mm-hmm. it might not happen. I know it's slim to none, 
But yeah. if that's the rumor that's out there, listen, Patrick yeah. Willis usually likes my tweets and my Instagrams. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit Patrick Willis up and just mm-hmm. say, hey, man, look, I got five on it, bro. You can use the $5 for whatever. You get a $5 foot long. You get a $5 bag. You can go ahead and use the $5 however you want. But if you come back to the Niners as a coach, man, I got five on it for you, brother. So if you're watching, come on back home, baby. Yes. We miss you. What else you got for us? Okay. And then also, there's this crazy rumor out there that I would like to address real quick. It's a rumor, and it's also very insane. I know that everyone's heard about the Deshaun Watson rumor to, you know, that, you know, the Niners might figure out a way to get on. Y'all, Nick Bosa, no, Nick Nick Bosa is not going to be part of that. That rumor is insane. Like, it's not happening. There's no way that I would even, I would not allow that to happen. You're not going to put Nick Bosa in there with other players and picks, Jimmy, whatever. It's fine with me, but not Nick Bosa. All right, I'm going to touch on that. I'm going to touch on that real quick. But before we do, uh, VegasMate81 says, I think it will be Jeff uh, Ulbrich that will be the... 49ers linebackers coach, who is also a great linebacker in his day as well. So that would be a good, as long as we get, look, I don't want, uh, you know, uh, an offensive line coach to be the linebackers. Like, I want a linebacker that played the game at linebacker to be, now, I don't mind getting the safety being a linebackers coach, because now you can teach these guys how to cover and they can see Mm -hmm. the field. But don't go Absolutely. get me somebody out of position like they did Shane Day, who coached like the offensive line. He coached something. He played a position and never played quarterback in his life and was coaching linebackers. What the blood? What in the closet of that is going on? All right, look, right. I want to talk about Nick Bosa. And to all the 49er fans out there that think that the 49ers should trade Nick Bosa because you can get edge rushers in the draft, but finding that, what you call it, a franchise quarterback is hard to come by. Finding a Nick Bosa is hard to come by, too. Yes, absolutely. I I just want to say not every edge that comes to the NFL succeeds. Not everyone. Not everyone. We've watched a guy come in and just supersede what he was supposed to do, and then he gets hurt, and you definitely don't want to give that up because let me tell you something. We went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo on one side, Nick Bosa on the other side. (laughs) So if that comes to down to that, I'm going to keep Jimmy, give me back Nick, and I'll see us back in the Super Bowl. Now, I might be upset because Jimmy can't make some throws. I might complain, but I know he could bring us to the Super Bowl, especially if the defense is getting them great field Mm -hmm. position by getting to the pass, you know, the passer, the quarterback, whatever. We do do realize one important thing that a lot of people – these crazy people that are talking about this Nick Bosa thing and trying to put him in there. Let him realize that we made Pat Mahomes look so mediocre for the longest in that Super Bowl. Up until like seven minutes left in that game, we literally made Mahomes look mediocre. They literally had people that were, you know, saying, I'm not even sure if he's even ready for the big stage if he's not sure. Thanks to Nick Bosa. <laughs> right. I mean, up until Nick Bosa was held. Right, right. Like, oh, up until then, right. Yeah. On yeah. a third and 15. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so guys, we're not trading Nick Bosa. No. Uh, please get that out of your dome piece. If Kyle Shanahan traded Nick Bosa, man, that boy should be on the hot seat. The only way, if, look, hot, hot now. Wait a minute. Now, if we can, 
Now, Jay, is J.J. Watt a free agent, or is he still have a year left on his contract? Does anybody know out there, is J.J. Watt a free agent? Somebody look that up for us, uh, if J.J. Watt's a free agent. Or, I think our GM Tony's in here, so maybe he can do it for us. Or is or it, does he still have you know time left under his contract? Because now, if we're talking about throwing in Watt, Watson... And we give up Bosa and maybe a second rounder. Now it gets kind of interesting. Now I'm not saying Watt's good. I mean he's good, but I mean, he's old. I'm not saying that he would be with Nick Bosa kid, but now you can get a franchise quarterback and still a subpar defensive lineman. Right. So that might be uh something that we could do. But we are not trading Nick Bosa. Get that out your picks go. Look. It's 25 minutes into the episode. Well, we brought you guys news. We brought you guys rumors. You had anything more on the rumorville? Anything else floating out there? Uh, Mariah, crazy. <laughs> I know. I see. I'm with you, Mariah. I'm gonna say it like how I'm I right think with you, girl. I'm training my mama before <laughs> I train Nick. <laughs> Why is old the crow? He is old. But I think he still has a couple of years left, like my man Callie says, yo. You, if you can get Watson and Watt, a.k.a. 2,000 Watts, like what I did right there, if you can get those two and possibly give a Bosa and a lesser than a first-round pick, I might entertain that. I may just entertain it. May. May. Ain't nobody taking this guy, bro. It's not happening. Vegas made 81. It's just, it's just, it's about, it's about, nobody even taking Jimmy. <laughs> like, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, they're definitely not taking this guy. But uh, no. No, 2022. Thank you, West Coast 76. He'll be a free agent. So he still has a year left. Two years left on this contract. Or a year left on this contract. He okay. is older, though, and he does get injuries. But I think... Nah, you can't bring another old guy to, to the 49ers that gets injuries, man. We've been yeah, here. We've been yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Now, <laughs> BG brought, to, brought us this wonderful show today. She decided that she wanted to go back and take a look or review some of the greatest moments from 2020. So what we're going to do for you guys today is we're going to go through every game and we're going to give you at least one highlight um, that we can come up with, like the great one of the greatest points of that game or whatever. We got 16 games to go. We got about not enough time to get it done, but we're going to get it done. I promise we're not going to keep y'all uh, past the hour mark. We're going to get this done. PG starting us off. She's going to take us to Arizona. Arizona, the 49ers. Now, just a quick recap. 49ers lost this game, but there's still bright moments from defeats. Let's yes. believe it. We lost 24 to 20. PG, go ahead and take us away with this uh, play. Okay. Um, so just to breeze through it, see what I did there? <laughs> I see what you're doing. I like the word play. Um, Raheem Mostert had a 76-yard run in that game. It was fantastic in the Cardinals game. So we're going back to Raheem. Hold on. Raheem Mostert's mm-hmm. 76-yard run. Yes. All right. Now, I believe this was in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. All right. It was nine minutes and 53 seconds on the clock in the first quarter. Oh. Raheem Mostert gets the handoff, and he is ghost. I mean, Audi 5,000 right. all, all the way to the end zone. Once he mm-hmm. hit that second plane, he made that first person miss. It was a wrap. Like, he right. was 
home. Nobody can catch him. Not a safety, not a cornerback, not a nothing. No one. Not even the coaches can catch him. They were already standing in the end zone. So shout out to Raheem Mostert. Guys, you guys can go ahead and post one of your favorite plays as well. We're going to go to week two on the road against the New York football J-E-T-S, now coached by none only than Robert Sala, the Jets. All right. Now, 49ers first game on this crappy turf. And, man, it was a game to remember. Now, I'm not sure if I want to go positive, negative. This is a tough one because we lost some people in this game, guys. This is a game where we had to say RIP for the season to our defensive end, Nick Bosa. Uh, Richard Sherman wasn't playing in this game. Um, D. Ford came out of this game. Jimmy Garoppolo came out of this game, even though he went 14 for 16. You know what? Can I just talk about Jimmy Garoppolo? This particular game, he didn't have a great first game, right? Shot that interception, blah, 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 game over. He had an immaculate first half. I'm talking 14 for 16, 131 yards, two titties, TDs, sorry, kids, TDs, my bad, two TDs, that stands for touchdown. This boy was unstoppable. I don't know who lit a fire in this dude's butt, but all I know is he came out there and said, I'm shaking week one off, <laughs> brush the dirt off my shoulder, hold me, and I'm going to come out there and ball out, then he gets a high ankle spray. Uh, but if I had to give it to anybody again, it would be Raheem Mostert, who had. <laughs> if he thought he had a long touchdown in the last game at 76 yards, he had an 80-yard touchdown in this game. So Raheem Mostert yeah. brought all the way out again. Raheem Mostert gets it for week two as well. On to week three. Let's see. Week three. Um, that was the Giants game. The Giants. Yeah. Um, we won thirty six to nine. By the way, yes, yeah, we did. It was a, it was a crazy game. Um, I was trying to remember who scored. I'm trying to remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were going to have the Mickey Mouse Club here, so we don't. So, <laughs> I'm trying to remember about the three. All right, so thirty six to nine. Yeah. Um, if I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna mention a play. Um, and then you let me know how you feel. But this was this particular person's, I believe, first touchdown of the year. It was on the ground, by the way. He plays wide receiver position. Who am I? First touchdown of the year, wide receiver. It was on the ground, so it was a rushing touchdown. Who am I talking about? Uh, Was that Ayuk's first one? First IU touchdown of the season, 19-yard touchdown that. run. Woo! In the third quarter, and it put the 49ers up 23 to 9. 23 to 9. When you saw Brandon IU get that ball, it reminds you of Debo Samuel, correct? Yes. Yeah. It did. Absolutely. And, and that's the one thing that I like about the guys that Kyle Shanahan is bringing into the team. He's kind of bringing interchangeable parts, right? Yes, these guys all have something a little bit different, but guess what they can do? They can all do the same thing, and they can all do it well enough to beat you, whether it's a uh, end around, whether it's a reverse, whether it's a touchdown, catch, pass, whatever. These guys come out here and ball. I thought Ayuk right here from this game, this, this game, that touchdown – 
I knew he was going to be a star because wait till we get to week four, which is my game. <laughs> but if you want to take this one, you can take this one because I kindly <laughs> took your Giants joint for me. So let's go ahead to week four. So we got, we got, so far we got Mozart for two. We got Ayuk for one. And now we're going to go back home. California host the Philadelphia Eagles where the 49ers found a way to lose this game 25 to 20. Uh, if you can remember one amazing, immaculate play oh. from this game. Come on. Who you going with, huh? That's Ayuk, the Ayuk. hurdle. The hurdle. The hurdle that, that was heard around the whole NFL. The hurdle. <laughs> so here's what I like about this show. We're talking about a player with an immaculate play, right? But if I had to pick the player that played the best in this game, it wasn't IU. So I'm going to go ahead. If you want to talk a little bit more about the hurdle play and describe it and how he leaped tall bounds, tall buildings, and his ringle bounds, please do. Because I can't wait to talk about who I want to talk about. It was, it was just amazing. It was a, an awesome um, hurdle. Just the strength, the speed, Everything was just great. It was really, really great. It was really great. I, it when was. I When I watched him leap, first of all, he, he, he got the ball. He got yeah. to the outside, right? I think this was mm -hmm. a run as well. This wasn't even a catch. I believe this was a run. Let me just double check. Yeah, 38-yard run. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. I'm saying to myself, dude, just get out of bounds. So Brandon and I, you sent me a text message back. He was like, nah, that's not how I brawl. Right. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He was like, watch this. Defender dove. He jumped over. Defender went right between his legs through the dive. He ended up in the end zone. It was a touchdown. We knew right then and there Brandon and I, you was going to be a star. And the Crow, we get into that game next, bro. We knew he was going to be a star. Brandon Ayuk, that was his second touchdown. Remember, he didn't play the first game, right? He sat out in the offseason right. uh, due to the injury. He had a hamstring injury. He comes mm -hmm. back, and he's already leaping on that one leg. And all I could think about it was, hammy, no. Not the hammy. You know what I'm saying? But he ended up in the right. end, got him a touchdown. Boom. But if you want to know who bought out in this game, and I know we argue about this. You know, there's one, my brother Mike, man. You know I love this dude. Uh, with all my heart. But boy, do we argue a lot. Even though we have great chemistry, we just argue a lot. And I think that's what makes our chemistry great. But he will tell you, when a quarterback is force-feeding the guy, that's a problem. But I'm going to tell you what. George Kittle was a monster in this game. I'm talking 15 catches, 183 yards. I think he dropped two passes this game. Or two pat balls he made in the tent, but he just couldn't get. But George Kittle balled all the way out in this game. Had a touchdown, 183 yards. If we had this kiddo all season, you can wipe my behind with Travis Kelsey. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, but yeah. I will give Travis Kelsey the credit because he found a way to remain durable. George Kittle didn't. I'm not a hater. I'm a mm -hmm. congratulator. All I'm saying is if George Kittle plays 17, 16, 17 games, it ain't no stopping him now. That's right. all I'm going to say. So I'm going to leave it there. Now, Peachy, we're we going to stay home, and we're going to bring them dolphins here. <sighs> Ooh. Mm. My eyes real quick. So the Crow said he wanted to get to the Dolphins game, so I, I hope the Crow has a lot to say about the Dolphins game. <laughs> you have to figure out 
where the hell was there a bright spot in this game? And I know where I'm going with it, but this is your game to talk about. But if I had to pick a player of the game, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. He, he I mean, I, I, I don't even, I was, I was so depressed. I couldn't even, I couldn't even. I was depressed at the first quarter. <laughs> like, like the first quarter depressed me because I knew the 49ers were going to be two and three. Well, yeah. Three, yeah, it was going to be bad. It was going to be bad. So is there any particular play, scoring TD, anything that may just stick out in this game? Was there a bright spot in this game? I mean, to be honest, at the end of the game, um, what was it? Who, who scored the touchdown that they were just allowed to score because... Kendrick Bourne in the third quarter? Bourne, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's not... I was so depressed. Like, I just started crying all over again. Because <laughs> it was such an embarrassing game. The game so, was embarrassing, yeah. nonetheless. Mm-hmm. It the, was. The defense laid a rotten egg. Mm-hmm. I think the defense... The defense gave up, like, 30 points to... Mm-hmm. Their defense giving up seven in the first half. Wait, um, in, in the first half. Right, right. That was the 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 Brian of what was his name? I want to say Brian Allen, but I don't know if that's Brian it. Allen. I'm trying to forget his name. Why the do Brian I remember Allen Brian Allen. Allen's name? I remember <laughs> Brian Allen. Brian Allen is the 49ers 2020 version uh, of Kyle Williams. Yes, exactly. I said it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to mention the name Kyle Williams, but I, he that's who he, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what he was. Look, man, bright spot uh, yeah, yeah. was, I believe, Nick Mullins got benched. Now, I don't think he got hurt. He got benched. Uh, and and C.J. Beathard came in and went 50% for 94 yards and a touchdown. Like, he just came in hot. Matter of fact, his first few, first few throws were all completions. Like, he was like... Six for six, six for seven, something like that. He was he was on, uh, but he ended up having to play a little bit more, and we couldn't get any points in that fourth quarter. Uh, we did give up, what, six points in the fourth, seven points in the third. If we could have only gave up seven and six, we would have won this game 17 to 13. But no. They had to leave. And this is one of the things that I did not like about Robert Sala. I was saying to myself, dude, how bad do you got to get your tail whipped before you say, okay, I'm going to make a change? Yes. Right. How many points you got to give up, Rob? I don't know. I'll tell you what, Rob, when we play the Jets, give up as many points as you want. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Because the 49ers need to take advantage of that. Uh, if we have a good quarterback back there, yeah, yes. uh, I'm gonna keep saying that. Yeah, all right, so we we on the week six. This is this is flown by rather smoothly, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it would be. Now we couldn't put pic- we could put pictures up, but that took forever. But we wanted to do video. I just you know I'm not fame. We're not famous yet to to you know to not get flagged uh, right. or not get you know penalties and stuff like that. I don't know about yeah. you, but I don't like penalties. All right, so now we are. Also, are we are we playing? We're playing the Rams. We're at home again. So now we got the Rams. Oh my God! The 49ers found a way to win a game, 
24, 16, because we own Sean McVay. Beep, <laughs> Yep, that's what I, I wanted to say that on, t- on the air. But... Yeah, 100%. We absolutely do. So, um, this is I my one. game. You got one? I'm good. Okay, you, you go ahead. Yeah, you, you got it. You take it. Take it home. <laughs> Jason Verrett picks him off. It was so pretty, right? It, it it was it was so pretty. Now you said third quarter, right? Let's go to the third quarter. You said Jason Verrett picked him off and and he just knew he had a pass going to that whoever that oh, was. Wow. Let's find like, let's find out who that no was idea. for. What happened? He just knew. Oh, it was for Reynolds. Was that his tight end or is that another receiver? So he gets his pass picked off. And the cool thing about I know that, it was. The cool thing about that play. And all of a sudden. Yeah, the cool thing about that mm-hmm. play was that yes. it was on a fourth and two. Best part. Best part about that play. Fourth and two. All right. While you guys are out there, make sure you guys are smashing that like button. And hey, how about do us a bigger favor? How about you take the link? You copy it and you send it to somebody that you don't, you know, you care about, you don't care about. Send them the link to the show. Have them like, have them subscribe to Nitty Gritty Niners. I'm sure there's other people that you know that are 49er fans that aren't in the chat right now. But we can have a good old conversation. So go ahead and have them subscribe to the channel and whatnot so we can have a great show. Shout out to my man, Larry CTE. 